0: Hello again everyone. Welcome to another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat. I'm John Ray along with Roger Lesby. Roger. Good morning John. How good are to you? to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's great to be here again. Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you. And uh, and you brought a colleague.
1: Uh, my partner Jason Sammons uh, who works with Internal Audit and uh, works in our PRG group. Jason?
0: Yeah, good morning. Great to be here. Good morning Jason. So talk about PRG briefly and tell us uh, a little bit about what
2: your, you and your group do? Yeah, so we focus on helping companies really of all sizes and shapes manage risk and optimize internal controls to achieve their business objectives in a, in a more positive and more profitable way. We're talking compliance, SOCs, yep. we're talking... Compliance, uh, IT audit, uh, SOC examination, Sarbanes-Oxley, enterprise risk management, the alphabet soup of, of compliance and risk management.
0: All the fun stuff that nobody wants to do, but they have to, right? Correct, yeah. Terrific, terrific. Well, welcome, Jason. And before we turn to our uh, guest today, I want to remind everyone that Fraser & Dieter is an award-winning national CPA and advisory firm with deep technical expertise and an even deeper dedication to their clients. Their CPAs and advisors believe in investing in relationships – To make a difference. For more information, go to FraserDieter.com. And with that, I want to welcome two great guests from WorkEva, Bill Doyle and Wes Connors. Uh, Bill is the Director of Strategic Partnerships, and we'll get to what that means in a second, and Wes Connors. Wes is the Strategic Account Director for the Southeast region. Guys, welcome.
3: Thanks so much for having us here, John.
0: Thanks for being here. So talk a little bit about WorkEva. Tell us who you are and what you do.
3: Yeah. Uh, WorkEva is uh, we're in 80% of the Fortune 1000. Uh, we're managing uh, SEC reporting. Uh, we're working with SOX teams, enterprise risk teams uh, from an IT perspective. Uh, what we're, What we try to do is we try to connect data from your spreadsheets all the way to all the way through to your end financial filings, um, whether that's SOX, whether that's SEC, statutory reporting. And then we provide the full audit trail and audit history for that to make sure that uh, regulatory boards can see and fully understand where that data is coming from.
0: Great. So you've got uh, some pretty uh, interesting compliance issues that you help companies with, right? So. Maybe talk about it from the other side in terms of some of the problems you help your clients solve and maybe avoid is, is yeah. probably one of the verbs there, right?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. So so one of the things that large enterprise companies or even mid-sized enterprise companies are, are, are struggling with is the ability to manage the review process from start to finish. Uh, what ends up happening is that You'll have one Excel spreadsheet or you'll have one PowerPoint presentation uh that gets emailed to someone and they make changes and then they email it back and what it ends up having you have version you know point two and point three and what comes back to us is version thirty six um and if you've ever played the game of telephone uh, those uh the consistency and data integrity can often be compromised so what we enable. Uh, is a single document model where everyone's working on the same document, whether that's a presentation, whether that's a spreadsheet, whether that's a, a narrative document, um, at the same time. So, so teams that are struggling from, you know, a CFO wants to see, hey, John, what's this number, and it takes a takes them a team to find out where that number came from. With with our technology, he's able to click on that number and trace that all the way back to his key source, knowing who changed that data, when it was changed, and what system it was updated by. So, uh, you know, r- cuts down the time to review tenfold. Wow! Yeah, I would
2: add, in, in practice, the investors, the regulators, lenders, whatever the stakeholders are, their expectations are only increasing with every cycle, Absolutely. And this software that Workiva provides helps drive confidence in the information that's being shared and get there more timely.
3: Yeah, yeah. We're, and we're also seeing, um, as Jason was saying, more and more regulation entering the market, right? You know, as, as these risks increase daily, you know, we're seeing the cryptocurrency theft. We're seeing uh, large natural disasters with PG&E, you know, taking down a full – twenty six billion dollar company. Um, you know, things like this, um, you know, there's just gonna be more and more regulation around it. Uh so the public's demanding more transparency. Uh, and and one of those things that are being issued is even just June fifteenth this year, all large accelerated filers need to have new technology for their IXBRL tagging. Um uh, this is mandated. You know, this isn't, you know, these companies have to pay these costs and um, they 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 need expert advice and they need expert you know best-in-class technology to manage these changes coming up
1: and this is all cloud-based you guys are a global leader i think you serve 75 percent of the fortune 500 and um that's amazing yeah Yeah. so it's becoming a standard out there which is i'm I'm sure your hope
3: yeah absolutely yeah and 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 it's going across industries like you're saying and uh, and global, right? The the communication between teams, uh, the different locality standards, right? You know, what are the differences between Texas and Nevada and California? Well, you're going to have different rules and regulations for each of those. And how do you manage them? And how do you maintain the consistency across that? Um, how do you maintain branding across, you know, your global branding? Well, you, you need to manage something where, you can update it in one place, that's going to flow across all your documentation. Um, we're seeing a really high push for policies and procedures uh, where, you know, how do we manage um, our, uh, with the whole GD, uh, GDPR stuff, right? Like, you know, how do we protect our data? How do we protect our customers' data? Uh, what are the rules and regulations around that? Uh, these are some of the things that we is directly helping, you know, companies right here in Atlanta, um, uh, think about and, um, and prepare for the future.
0: So talk a little bit about, I mean, obviously you've, your typical client is a fortune 500 company, but talk a little bit about how you start out a relationship with a company like that, right? Yeah. Where, where do you, where do you enter, yeah. uh, I would imagine you enter and then you expand within that company over time, right?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. So 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 Workiva started as an SEC reporting software. So uh and the, we're the first to market for a cloud-based solution for SEC reporting. Um and so, you know, we went head to head with a lot of these printers, the Donleys and the Merrills of the world, and, and and we we took over almost eighty percent of their business within five to six years. Um, and then, about three years ago uh, maybe four years ago, we came up with uh, a socks product and sox specific um, and and that's uh, that 's really been our our next step so eighty percent of our customer base has the SEC solution, and now we have over eight hundred customers with our sox solution and you know as as what we found though is that even from an SEC standpoint it's not just the filing that's important, but it's the collaboration to get to the end filing, and it's the controls that are connected to the end filing that are so important. and And that's where you know putting up, uh, a structure around the the reporting process is so critical, regardless of what you're reporting on. So if it's FPNA, and a if it's um, uh, internal reporting for performance management. If it's SOX compliance, if it's statutory, if it's insurance reporting, um, you know, whatever those reporting process, we, we call it the universal process. It all starts in a spreadsheet, it goes to a Word document, and then your CEO gets a presentation. And what, what Cuba is able to do is we're able to connect all three of those uh, document types and uh, provide full audit history for those things. And where we're seeing a lot of success and we're seeing a lot of growth um, – it's starting to be addressing the process as a whole, seeing seeing this holistically from an operational compliance standpoint, kind of what Jason was talking to a minute ago, was it's not enough anymore just to do one thing. You you really do have to, to map the process from start to finish and address each of the gaps. Um, yeah.
1: And, and, Bill, this is probably where the strategic partnerships come into play, right?
3: That's right. And
4: uh, as, as Wes said, um, about – you know, three years ago, we, uh, you know, got into the Sarbanes-Oxley Oxley use case. And, you know, as a technology company, a cloud-based technology company, um, you know, we're excellent at collaboration and version control and, and the technical aspects of, of the workflow of the process. Um, but where there was a gap was around um, expertise in advisory. Um, you know, we're not an advisory firm. We're, we're a technology company. So about three years ago, um, we had, you know, a number of people like Wes around the country that were out, you know, working with these clients. And um, we would come into opportunities where, you know, there was an advisory firm, you know, in the account. And uh, it just made perfect sense for us to align, you know, with the advisory firm. So um, in my role, i actually helped start the partner program uh, here at Workiva. And our first partner was actually Fraser and Dieter uh, here in Atlanta. We were working with a a local client. It was a client of Fraser and Dieter's, and, and they were a, a SEC client for, for Workiva. Um, and it just made sense for us to, to align together. And um, so now we've, we've formed a strategic partnership, and uh, Fraser and Dieter has expertise around not only um, the, the Workiva platform, you know, for Sarbanes-Oxley, um, but also, obviously, the, um, the capabilities that the client needs and the requirements uh, to successfully you know meet sarbanes oxley requirements
3: yeah. and, and even just to take that you know Jason and I had a great experience with a local you know North Fortland customer just a couple months ago uh, working together, we whiteboard out the solution, we talk about their other solutions that they 're leveraging and and we really just go start to finish with our with the customer and and that's and that 's the expectation today with customer service is you know that that partner that trusted partner that trusted friend in the business um, so that everything's very clear I think so often when we do business uh, with these larger companies y- you you miss out on the personal relationship and the personal touch of hey we're here for you We're we want to walk you through this we want to make sure you understand what you're doing and prepare you not only for today and what you need to accomplish today but you know what's going to happen next year and what's going to happen the year after that and and partner with you coming with coming up with a solution?
0: We're speaking with Bill Doyle and Wes Connors. Uh, Bill and Wes are with Workiva, which is a strategic uh, partner with Fraser and Dieter and a fascinating conversation. You know, I would guess, you, back to, you just talked about customer service and kind of being there. Uh, you, I would think that, uh, and this is, question for Jason as well. Uh, You know, you have emergencies from time to time in this area with your clients, right? So talk about what some of those are and how you get pulled in uh, to fix those emergencies.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I think they can manifest themselves in a lot of different ways. You know, one that uh, a couple come to mind, uh, companies are required to maintain effective internal controls over their financial reporting. And due to a variety of factors, it could be uh, key employee turnover. It could be that they've implemented a new accounting software or their current uh, software that, that helps run the business has failed in one version, you know, for one reason or another. They've made an acquisition and grown substantially, whether in their, you know, an existing market or even in a new market. So uh, where that finds its way back to, to where I work and, and breathe every day is that that puts pressure on existing processes and uh, without a, an effective way to communicate and manage uh, and implement the, the controls and risk management processes that companies need to really withstand those, those shocks to their system, uh, you know, that creates risk and that creates a challenge for them um, again, not only to meet compliance requirements, but really to run their business effectively and um, and allow them to to capitalize on the value uh, that the companies have.
4: Yeah, and <clears throat> and you mentioned, excuse me, uh, you mentioned customer satisfaction. You know, with with Workiva, um, we have actually a ninety seven percent customer satisfaction rating, uh, which is extremely high for for a cloud based company. Um, software company, and one of the things that we really liked in our alliance with Fraser and Dieter um, is the culture of our of our company, you know, of our company and the culture of the firm at Fraser and Dieter. It's it's all about serving the client, and you know, in, as as we work with clients, you know, we're we're equally motivated to make sure the client has what they need when they need it, um, and and that we're aligned, you know, not only from the technology standpoint of you know, I have an issue with, with something in the software. I need a quick response. But also, you know, we need a quick response on our, on our process or, or on a, a co-sourcing type of arrangement. And um, there's, there's really good alignment between the cultures of our companies and uh, how committed we are to, to end clients. Yeah, and so I, go,
2: ahead. go ahead. I was just, just going to add to that, that uh, when, when companies make a decision to invest in new technology – um, you know, oftentimes they're trying to to use that technology to solve uh, a pain point. And just what we talk about mutually with our clients is is using technology if, if putting a bad process into new technology doesn't fix the process. And so I think where we try to come in is provide that full service solution that not only you know, enhance and take full advantage of the technology capability, but then use that as an opportunity. Uh, Sarbanes-Oxley, for example, if you just use that as an example, is now, you know, 14, 15 years old. If um, if the controls framework and and uh, scope and other things have not been looked at and refreshed in, in quite some time, that's a huge opportunity to, uh, to strengthen that process.
0: Yeah, and just to be clear, uh, we may be in a uh, – Deregulatory mood in Washington, but I don't hear Sarbanes Oxley mentioned as something that where the 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 knob is getting turned down. Shall we say, right?
3: Yeah, yeah and, and we're seeing we're seeing things uh, increase significantly from a regulatory standpoint. Um, we're working with the lar- we're working with the large uh, power companies here in Atlanta area, uh, and uh, very public uh, errors that were made on some of their financial statements. Um, and, uh, and, you know, as a consequence, having to pay back the consumers of Georgia $30 million relating to overpay from their utility standpoint, um, you know, those sorts of errors happen a lot. And it's, it's directly related to controls and processes that um, have, you know, due to out, outstanding circumstances that changed, right, you know, with, with some of the, the power plant, Uh, Issues that came up and bankruptcies that happened and contractors that couldn't complete their uh, obligatory duties. Well, now everybody's under pressure, like Jason's saying. How do you manage that change quickly? How do you manage that change effectively? And where do you get the resources to make that happen? Um, And it's a combination of both technology and expertise. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Those are all good points, Wes. Where do you see the economy going, though?
3: So, you know, I I think as we get... Uh, I think this trade situation with China is really going to dictate a lot of how particularly technology companies are are impacted. Um, we, we constantly go back with our labor force, and, and can we produce the labor force to continue to, to meet the demand of manufacturing here in the U.S. if we're not buying overseas? So uh, how we manage that relationship will largely determine you know, where we go as a country. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to provide technology solutions to help make some of those processes easier and help uh, increase the efficiency of per per person. So we don't see as technology uh, replacing uh, employees and labor force, but we see it as improving the labor force because, frankly, the U.S. doesn't have enough high technology labor to execute on you know the GDP growth that we're looking for, so uh, Borkiva we're, we're seeing an increase of efficiency of about sixty percent on some of in some of these different positions, uh, saving thousands of hours on manual tedious stuff. Um, and if we can do that in a small scale, we're hoping you know as an economy that we continue to develop technology and invest in innovation to continue those efficiencies.
0: We're speaking with Wes Connors and Bill Doyle. Uh, Wes and Bill are with Workiva. Uh, I'm curious about the, you're working with Fortune 500 companies and I think by definition people think public companies. Uh, To what extent are you, with the rise in privately owned companies, companies that are owned by VC funds, uh, how do you plug into those firms?
3: Yeah, we're, um, we're working with companies like Southwire and Cox Enterprises, uh, very large, multi-billion dollar private companies as well. Um, we're also working with smaller firms. I mean, again, it's 80% of the Fortune 1000. So, you know, a lot of those companies are not public. Uh, so what we're seeing is, is, is the process and the efficiency uh, gained is the same, right? Because when companies... As soon as, as soon as you take your data out of your ERP or out of your ERM or out of whatever system you are using, it hits Excel. And once, and once that data hits Excel, the review process and that data becomes completely static. Any changes, any uh, adjustments, uh, any review process creates version control issues. It creates audit history issues, and uh, the rap- the veracity of the data starts getting questioned. Um we had a we had a great kind of conversation with the CFO the other day and he was telling me he's like, Hey, I, I need better transparency in my data. And we said, Okay, well what does that mean to you? He goes, Well, I was in a sales meeting last week and I had flown in all my executives from all over the country and we're giving a PowerPoint presentation and we're about five minutes into the, the the presentation and an executive in the back raises his hand and says I don't think that number's right. Well, well, the meeting's over, right? Because once, once, once that data is being questioned, there, there's well, okay. Let me let me call up my accountant to you know check that number and where then not coming and what accounts did that come from. And there's just no real time visibility into that. Workiva solves that problem, and 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 so regardless of how big you are or how little you are, that problem's going to remain the same because. Uh, just the current office products that 90% of companies are still using today is inefficient for the standard and the expectation of the way business works today.
0: That's a moment that if you're down the line in a company, it takes you a while to recover from, right? I mean, if, if, you've, if you've messed up your CEO on a, a bad number or a big investor in your company, that's a rough one to recover from. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's a tough one, yeah, and and it, you know, it's silly. It's silly things too. So so there's an example with uh, even Facebook. Uh, I don't know if you you guys are familiar, but they issued a a 10Q, uh, you know, one of their quarterly filings, and and they had a bad quarter, and they left it blank. <laughs> they just left the whole section just blank, and you know, we had a customer the next quarter, um, you know. So so just some of that data consistency. Removing the manual copy, cut, and paste from your process um, is uh, is very important.
0: So, uh, Roger, uh, Jason, uh, lean in here because uh, I know you guys deal with a lot of uh, investor-owned companies. What do you see from your perspective there?
2: Yeah, I think uh, as uh, – the, the, again it's back to the expectations of uh on the on the private equity side um where they have these portfolio companies and and uh they really need to uh as as they see them grow um the you know the visibility challenges uh and and the timeliness challenges uh, continue to exist and so you know i think that that where kiva has um is really well positioned also in the private equity space. Uh, you know, I, I know that Bill spends a lot of time talking to some of, the, some of the funds and some of the leaders of those. You might have some comments.
4: Right. Well, you mentioned, uh, you know, private companies, and um, Fraser and Dieter actually has a, a um, you know, a branch of their group that does fund administration. Mm-hmm. And um, as we started our conversation around, you know, the Sarbanes-Oxley area, um, the fund administration group, which which really does the last mile of reporting for for private equity firms and, and real estate funds, um, you know they were using the, the type of process that that Wes discussed as far as um, you know Word documents and Excel spreadsheets that were were tied into numbers that change right up until the last minute. Um, so we were able to take the the capabilities of WDES that that all these publicly traded SEC companies use. And now Fraser & Dieter actually uses that as the, you know, last mile of reporting uh, for all of these private equity firms and, and private companies. So um, by being able to offer that, you know, as part of the partnership, as part of the, the service that Fraser & Dieter provides, um, they're able to be more efficient, have more audit trail, more, you know, more capabilities that, that the client expect um, as they, you know, use a fund administrator, um, you know, to, to manage that part of their process
0: well wow, that's uh, uh, really eye opening because what you're talking about is is for what you do collectively is the funds that you're working with you're really keeping them from a valuation disaster right i mean that uh, that's a, a real live problem for those funds yep absolutely
4: yeah, and and the the capabilities of you know that that apply you know in sarbanes oxley the you know the ability to to send out a review you know of a document and know that you have accurate numbers that that have a strong audit trail all the way through um, you know really make a difference in um, you know answering those those types of questions and having confidence that uh, that the the work that Fraser and Dieter is doing you know on behalf of the client um, is delivered in a way that that's efficient for everybody
0: great stuff so talk guys a little bit about what's next for work Eva and the The partnership that you have
3: with Fraser and Dieter, yeah, you know, Workiva is 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 constantly growing in our technology, user interface, uh, becoming more accessible uh, to our customers, and expanding our use cases more and more. Um, And you know, we need to based on the increased regulation, and we need more expertise. Workiva is moving more out of the professional services. Right now we do have some professional services groups, but we're really trying to leverage our partners with Fraser Dieter to deliver implementations, uh, to provide real-time consulting, and to uh, be the forward-looking partner for uh, where regulation is going. And what is trying to do is we're trying to continue to invest in things and capabilities, functions, and features that will allow us to stay compliant with as things change.
1: And for us to align with a global leader, well that just makes perfect sense for us. Yeah.
3: Outstanding.
0: A global leader for sure uh, across 120 countries. That's an impressive uh impressive reach that you have there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it'll be it'll be the 2019 is going to be an exciting year. Um, you know, with with our with our various partnerships Um, we're also pushing really hard for integration. So we, we have another partnership with SAP, uh, that we're really excited about, um, you know, and being able to directly integrate into whatever platform you're leveraging. So if it's, um, for your risks and controls, we'll be able to integrate with that. If it's for your financial compliance, we'll be able to integrate with that as well. So, um, yeah, 2019 is going to be a big year for us. Outstanding. So before we wrap it up though I've got to, we've got to hear from
0: uh Roger and Jason if you've got any comments on what you guys see ahead in general for the whole area of risk risk and compliance and some of the issues that we've been talking about.
2: Yeah, I think that just you know the the conversation today is is about um raising the the level of insight. Uh that's the challenge that's before this before us is um, is really, you know, being proactive as opposed to reactive, um, anticipating, you know, how a company uh, can implement its strategy, what, what the challenges are of, of uh, or, or the potential, you know, risks and risks have upside and downside. And so, uh, you know, we part of our our uh, mindset methodology really is, is to try to to blend a balance of both, um, and to understand that you know it's about value creation uh, as much as it is value preservation, and so um, you know with with the the growth, the globalization, the technology, none of that's going to slow down. So you know we just have to keep keep running equally as fast, uh, if not faster, and um, and you know just con- continue to to consult and collaborate with. With all of the different subject matter experts around, and, uh, and and invest in our knowledge. Excellent.
1: Yeah, and for us, John, uh, PRG's been our fastest growing department. So obviously, we've had success in, in that area. But I think really, if you look at it for our clients, they're making a significant investment in this, and and so it's us helping them realize that uh, that investment. And uh, I think that that's really what they're looking for.
0: Yeah. That sounds great. So before we wrap it up, though, I want to make sure that for those that are interested, want to be in touch uh, with Bill Doyle, Wes Connors, with Workiva, tell them how they can do that.
3: Yeah, you can get in touch with us um, just from our website, www.workiva.com. And uh, you can request a sales demo or uh, connect with an account executive uh, at any time. Outstanding.
0: Bill Doyle and Wes Connors. Uh, Wes is the Strategic Account Director for the Southeast, and Bill Doyle is the Director of Strategic Partnerships for WorkEva. Thanks for being with us. Thanks so much, Sean. Appreciate you. Thank Thank you, guys. Thank you. And Roger Lesby, of course, my old friend, and Jason Salmon, thanks for joining us here today on Business Beat. Roger, do you have any parting words?
1: No, I think it went well, and thank everybody for coming. So Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. Great. Uh, Roger, thanks. Join us next time for another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat.